Okay, ladies and gentlemen, back with another podcast. We are one week away from Horseback for the Homeless, so I decided to give you a little random podcast on the touchy subjects in the media at the moment. This is my opinion and my opinion only. My opinion does not matter. So today we're going to talk about Hillary Clinton, Jesus, Pizzagate, Black Lives Matter, the Crips, the Bloods and the KKK, Bin Laden, the IRA and good old Kanye West. So okay, let's start with a bit of Kanye. But before I start my rant, this is my opinion on the touchy subjects that has suffered in the media lately. I'm not here to upset anyone. My opinion doesn't matter. I'm a huge Kanye West fan. I feel like I can relate to his chaos. Some of the stuff he says, like wanting his grandkids to float, comes to my mind. It's the type of shit I think of, you know? Kanye's known for his outrageous outbursts in the media. Like when he took to the stage in 2005 at the live aid concert in front of 3 billion people and claimed AIDS was a man-made disease. It was placed in Africa. It was placed in Africa. Just like the crack was placed in the black community to break up the Black Panthers. The list goes on. We all know when he ruined Taylor Swift's moment at the MTV Music Awards, claiming that Beyonce had one of the greatest music videos of all time. My personal favourite is rant on his blog about being hacked on MySpace, and I quote, Yo, why won't you let me be grey? See, what a lot of people can't see is the trouble and the ongoing battle Kanye West has with his mind and his mental illness. You ask any normal man what they think of Kanye, they won't be shy about holding back. What they will tell you is, Kanye is an arrogant and egotistic bastard. But isn't Kanye West mentally ill? I would say the same people that don't know me say the very same thing about my past, history and my ongoing battle with mental illness, my ADHD, my OCD. I mean, when does it stop? You throw your iPhone at your mother, you return home to seek professional help and people still think there's nothing wrong. You can't see what goes on inside the mind. I wouldn't wish mental illness upon any man. But you look deep into Kanye West's eyes. Deep down you can see a lost soul that wakes up every morning fighting. To anyone that does not understand mental illness, yeah? How about you pop over to Kim Kardashian's recent statement about what it is like being married to a mentally ill genius. It is incredibly difficult and complicated to understand if you do not have mental illness. This week I was two years sober. The whole week I struggled with my mind. I let negativity affect me more than I should. I didn't eat for two days and I didn't sleep. This pattern affected everybody around me. I am human behind all the chaos. And so is Kanye. The reason why Kanye West acts the way he does is because Kanye West is not normal. Kanye has bipolar, but he doesn't let that define him. He uses his so-called disability as a superpower. In my opinion, Kanye West is a role model and an inspiration to anyone who is suffering with mental illness. A man that wakes up every morning battling with his mind, yet he still chases his wildest dreams, like running for president. A mentally ill man that still believes in himself is a powerful and dangerous man. You know what scares me the most about all this? Kanye West has all the money in the world, the best doctors, the best professional help, and yet he still struggles with his mind. Every day is a fight for survival, but he keeps going, doing what he loves. Give that man a blade and pat on the back, you know? So, okay. So, let's get a bit deeper, yeah, into Bin Laden, right? So, obviously, the Dirty Wizard has a lot of people know him as. I don't know that much about Bin Laden, but I do know one thing for sure. There's more to it than America is telling us. I don't want to go into this podcast and sound like, I'm, you know, some sort of uh, Illuminati head case. Let us be real here. 
What we do not see in the news is the bombs that get dropped on all the innocent children in Iraq, Syria, Afghanistan, etc. So, okay, how to explain this? Um, imagine this, right? Imagine you're on the way home from work, you're having a shit day. One of those days when the universe is out to get you. You turn into your stay in Ballymun, only to realise not only does your stay no longer exist, but your family, best friends, your girlfriend, and even your grandmother was blown away from a missile Donald Trump decided to drop. You know what I would do? I would round up the troops, head straight for the White House, and retaliate. Payback's a bitch. I'm not saying violence and war is the answer. I'm saying you take out my family, I'm sorry, or I will be the first to admit it. I would take out yours. It's simple. I think there is a lot more to the character of Bin Laden that they're not telling us about. I'm not saying I agree with terrorism, but to me, the terrorist isn't the man with a suicide vest that propaganda made him out to be. The real terrorists are the ones that drop bombs from a button and hide behind suits. Who's worse, the man that killed 13 people or the president that kills millions upon millions of innocent people each year? That's my opinion. And um, So we were talking about Bin Laden and America and the president. Let's go a bit deeper now. Let's go into Pizzagate. What is Pizzagate? So... Okay, let's start. What I know about Pizzagate is uh, these conspiracy theorists never bleed and stop. They have so much time in their hands. So, Pizzagate. During the 2016 United States presidential campaign, the personal email account of John Podesta, which is uh, Hillary Clinton's campaign manager, was hacked and WikiLeaks published emails. Proponents of the Pizzagate conspiracy theory falsely claimed the emails contained coded messages that connected several high-ranking Democratic Party officials and restaurants with an alleged human trafficking and child sex ring, right? So, that's what the media portrayed, yeah? Then you always get the one brave man that sees something on the media and thinks it's real. So he asked the hard man. That's what the hard man from North Carolina done when he travelled to Comet Pimpon and took the investigation into his own hands for a rifle inside the premises. There's always one blade loony bin. A few days later, Hillary and her husband bought a shit ton of pizzas for the pizza parlor that was struggling to survive with the false allocations. This was never publicised. It has been proven with receipts, but it's never been publicised, you know? Come on, people actually think Hillary Clinton was ordering pizzas with slices of babies on top. Come on, come bleeding on. Do you really think a pizza parlor was sending out babies with every slice of pizza? If that's the case, I hope the delivery drivers had bleeding baby seats. Then you have all these social media posts. You have pictures surfacing the web of Obama on a paddleboard with a tag wrapped around his leg. You have the most positive talk show of all time, Ellen DeGeneres in Giants. And you have Jim Carrey photoshopped into a prison uniform. And then you have Donna from Alahoyed that has strung it on Xanax. She shares this idiotic post stating the truth is coming. Personally, I don't know who's worse, Donna or the people that shared Donna's post. Let me tell you exactly how stupid social media can be. I remember a few years back, I seen a video of some poor granddad. He was having a piss outside of school, on the way home from the pub, like every other man that walks home from the pub. It was late. You could see how late it was in the video. The street lamps lit up the whole street. Some devious, evil yoke, fishing for likes and a few new followers, decided to share this video, stating that the man walking home from the pub, Wayfred, was flashing his cock 
the children playing in the school. I don't know about Nigeria or Cambodia. The kids might go to school at midnight over there, but in Dublin, once the streetlights go out, they're in bed, or supposed to be. This post got shared thousands upon thousands of times. You know the man that was having a piss on the way home from the pub at midnight? Well, that man can no longer walk down the street without being attacked or being a paedophile. Social media and what you see most of the time is not real. When I put a picture up on a Converse card, asking my girlfriend to marry me, that does not mean I am engaged. When someone shares a picture of Tupac and Martin Cattle in the Cook Islands eating a sashimi board, that does not mean they're still alive. It's fucking terrible what goes on from human trafficking, organ taking, kidnapping and so on. The world is a bit of place, but it doesn't help with you idiots making a war shooting pictures, accusing poor Obama of child trafficking. So in my opinion, Pizzagate is a lot of bollocks. And until there is evidence of babies being held at the back of Domino's, then I don't want to know, and I don't actually give a fuck. It's my opinion. So, here's the touchy subject. I've waited a while for this one because, you know, people will call you on the racist card. They will do everything to try to ruin you and bring up your past, you know? Black Lives Matter. Again, this is just my opinion before you start pulling the racist card. I have many multicultural friends worldwide. It is tragic how only recently it has surfaced in the media. It's been going on years and it needs to stop. In fact, it has even given me anxiety talking about it. Fucking hell. You know, how police brutality still goes on to this day. Then you have the idiots. You know, the racist redneck cunts that wear stupid ghost costumes. Like it's Halloween. They're not even worth the waste of fresh air. Fucking Klu Klux Caspers, the friendly ghosts. Idiots if you call me. I care that Black Lives Matter. And I care that small-minded policemen and small-minded people can abuse someone and treat someone like a piece of dirt for the colour of their skin. We are all human. We all deserve the right to be treated equally, with respect. We are not animals. To me, it upsets me, scum of this earth. I'm in partnership with running an event for the homelessness next month. Horseback through Ireland. I was advised, why do we not run this event for Black Lives Matter? So I'll tell you why. It is not that Black Lives don't matter to me. It matters what relates to me. I suffered with mental illness and addiction. Mental illness and addiction relates to the homelessness. 8 million people die per year from mental illness. And I came close to being one of them. It is a subject that hits me in the heart. It's not that mental illness is more important than my newsfeed than Black Lives Matter. It is what I relate to. The world has gone politically mad. You even bring the subject up and people is on edge. But people also like to jump on the bandwagon and fair play to them for marching through a country for Black Lives Matter. Even though the brutality happens all the way over in America, getting out and showing their support. But to me, mental illness is more important. Each week I get a phone call about someone passed away from mental health. That's a thing with the mind. Nobody can see it before it's too late. I cannot remember the last time I got a phone call about a black man that died under police custody in Dublin. So that is why I run this event for the homelessness and not Black Lives Matter. <laughs> I care about everybody and all lives matter. It's awesome to see such positivity. All the campaigns and everybody stand together as one big race. They show their support and fight for freedom. Justice needs to be served and the abuse and punishment for being black needs to be addressed. All it takes is one share. Keep spreading the love. It's awesome. So okay, the Crips and the Bloods. I was actually about to go on a rant here. And pick up for the Crips, giving a speech of a lifetime about how the Crips relate to the IRA, 
how it's so important to fight for your rights and stand up for what you believe in. Fighting for your turf. It's a good thing I went onto Wikipedia because I would have had every single cunt calling you, how can I promote mental illness if I'm promoting gang violence, extortion and assault? So, <laughs> fucking hell. Who are the Crips? The Crips, according to Wikipedia, are one of the most violent associated gangs in all of America. They're identified by the colour blue. They have been involved in murders, robberies, drug dealing, along with other crimes. They are well known for their bitter rival with the Bloods. The Bloods are similar, only they are identified with the colour blue, and they come from the Bloods family, an African-American street gang that causes murder. Okay, let's not talk about the bleeding Crips and the Bloods. So, the IRA, that's a touchy subject on a whole other level, and at this rate, it won't be long before the media and TV ban all talk about the Irish Republican Army. So who are the IRA? The IRA is an Irish Republican Army who fought for the freedom of our country when the Brits came to take over. You can say what the fuck you want about the IRA. If Great Britain came and took my grandmother, the first thing I would do, I would have fought to take my grandmother back. Period. The problem was never the IRA. The problem is the Brits thinking they own the place. I don't have a problem with the English or the Queen. I have a problem with people thinking Northern Ireland is England. Idiots. So, last but not least, the man, the myth, the legend, the greatest story ever told, the most famous man on planet Earth, Jesus Christ himself. If you ask me, it's a lot of bollocks. The way I see it is, no man has ever returned from the dead with proof that afterlife exists. So therefore, how do we know that heaven exists? I do not think there's a man up in the clouds watching down on us. And if we do bad, he has a list like Santa Claus waiting on us. And if we don't behave, we born in hell. I certainly don't think my father, my nana and all my dead relatives are up there having a party, enjoying life. When you're dead, you're dead. And that's it. We won't know until we leave this earth. That is why I don't want to leave anything behind. Like, I do believe in energy. In connection with the soul and spirits i believe there's something else out there another journey that's connecting us all life is not just a coincidence you know all the crazy events and all the meant to be cases that keep reoccurring and the universe talking to us to me the best part of life is the unknown one of the main reasons why i live like i do when it's all over when i'm in that box i want to go to my grave knowing i've done enough doing what i love for nobody but myself and i've somehow I'm proven wrong, and I do get to dance and jump across the clouds in the holy heavens, then even better, because what's left with my time on earth, I made the most of it, going out with fireworks.